Hey, 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 closet busters and bold move makers. It is time once again for Life Uncloset. So I want you to gather around because it is time once again to kick down those closet doors of your life. We're here to escape our BS, explore our fears, and elevate our self-expression. I'm your host, Rick Clemens. I'm the bold move expert and that coming out guy who's going to take you to the party, the pulpit, the wake, and back to the party of living your life uncloset. So come on along with me and grab hold of yourself and get ready to step out, step up, and step into facing your fears, making your bold moves, and living life without apologies. Now let's get to the show. Hey, hey, Life Uncloseted family. It is time once again for Life Uncloseted, and we are on National Coming Out Day, and we're doing a special edition. It's called Coming Out Without Coming Unglued, and we are in part four, and in part four, we are talking about... Something that is probably one of the most difficult things of coming out. It is all about the big talk. How do you have the big talk, the big discussion about I'm gay, I'm lesbian, I'm bi, I'm trans, I'm poly, I'm gender fluid, whatever it is that falls under these interesting sexual things that we experience, our sexuality, all this sort of stuff. It is one of the most scary things. It is one of the things that keeps most of us in the closet is I don't know how to have this talk. It's going to scare me to death. It's going to be the worst thing in the world. It could be, but it could also be the best thing in the world. In fact, I'm going to argue that it is the best thing in the world because even if it's rough, once you fess up, and I I don't even like using the word fess up, once you just in a most amazing, honest, beautiful way, say, this is who I am. This is my truth. You will feel a relief. Most of us do. A relief. And you will feel an alignment with who you are like you've never felt before. Now, I'm not going to say this is going to be easy, nor am I going to say it's going to be hard, hard, hard. It depends on situations. It depends on the people, it depends on belief systems, it depends on how you've shown up in life. It's a lot of factors going into this. But that's where I wanna start. I wanna start with, let's get honest, let's be real. Aspects of it are not gonna be easy and other aspects of having the big talk are not going to be hard. And as you go through this, one of the things that I've always advocated when I work with people is, to realize that the way you talk about this doesn't really have to be any different than you've talked about other big things in your life. Whether it's, I'm going to go to this college, even though you don't want me to go to that college. Whether it's, I'm going to date this person and fall in love with this person, or at least at the time that you thought you were, now you're, that you're coming out and saying, I'm gay. Um, Things are a little bit different too. And maybe it's about buying a house, whatever it is. When you have talked about big conversations, I'm going to invite you to kind of come from that same space that you've always come from. Because if we try to change everything and do something completely different right now than the way we've always done it, it is not going to be easy. Because now you're being somebody you're not meant to be, doing something that you've never done before. So I invite you to do it the way you've always done it. That's going to make it somewhat easier. And it may also mean that it may be hard because sometimes the way we do things is harder. So find your common ground there. Secondly, as you start to have this conversation, I want to invite you to go look up the stages of grief because the person receiving this information most of the time 
the people that receive this information, depending on where they are in the pecking order of your life. If it's a friend and they're like, oh, cool, I'm so excited for you, they may not go through the stages of grief. But somebody closer, a parent, a spouse, a child, a sibling, a really close friend who's known you for years and then suddenly you drop this bombshell, they're probably going to go through the stages of grief, just like you have. And I don't know if you ever thought about this, but you have gone through the stages of grief coming to this doorway. In the stages of grief, there are five, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. And I know I just rattled those off, but I'm trying to keep these podcasts really short. But if you think about this, we all start in a place of denial that this is who we are. And then we can get angry because why me? What is this happening? Okay, if I'm not gay, then maybe if I do this, it won't, you know, it'll go away. If I get married, it'll go away. If I don't have sex, then this will go away. Or if I, you know, explore, it'll go away. So we do the bargaining thing. And oftentimes we then find ourselves in a really depressed space before we finally accept. And one of the things that we talk about a lot when I used to do P flag meetings and speak on stages in classrooms and at universities and colleges and other places with P flag, just go look P flag up, uh, is we talked a lot about this, but we came from the space of the moment you come out, everyone around you may go into the closet because now their story changes too their story of who they are and especially parents and siblings and a spouse, um, children of a, a LGBTQ person. So just realize they're going to go through the stages of grief, give them room, give them space. And one of the biggest things is to allow their reaction to be their reaction because their reaction. And I've already talked about this a little bit in the love yourself segment in the space where we're like, okay, I'm going to accept myself. I'm going to let God in. I'm going to do this. And even when we started with the very first segment where we talked about um, acceptance, this comes up every step of the way. And what comes up every step of the way is the reaction that they're having is all about them. It's not about you. You are the catalyst, but it really isn't about you. It's about them coming to terms with, hey, this information just got shared and I got to figure this out. Now, when it becomes all about you is when you become an asshole about it. If you immediately try to get them to like, well, you need to accept me and trust me, I did this. <laughs> I did it numerous times and it doesn't work. Realize, let them have their grief. Let them go through this. Let them go through their denial, their anger, their bargaining, their depression, their acceptance around who you are and try not to be an asshole about it with them. Now, at some point, if they never move forward, I'm not saying be an asshole, but I think what I am encouraging is it will become time for you to cut the ties, so to speak. And too often as we go through this space where we're trying to be this person and have this big talk with these people, we try to justify why we are who we are. And there is no justification. The only, I just said there's no justification, but the only justification is what I just said. You are who you are. So as you share who you are, share the truth. I'm attracted to the same sex. I see my life being with someone of the same sex. I feel more comfortable in my skin seeing myself in a relationship with someone of the same sex. I can see what true love really means. I can also see that I may have a harder time in life in some cases because of this. Share the truths. 
but don't justify. Because the minute we get into justification, that opens the door for people to go, whoa, 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 whoa. But as soon as we justify anything, it's always the open door for someone else to try to prove us wrong. And this last one is one that I get myself in hot water with a little bit when we're having these big talks. But I am a big advocate of sharing only what's necessary. Because of shame and guilt, we're going to feel like we can have diarrhea of the mouth and we can share a lot of stuff. But I find it's more productive a lot of times to share the bits. So I'm a little British stuff there. Bits and pieces of the story that make the most sense to what's being discussed. Answer questions. But when you get asked, not answer, when you get asked some questions, and I'm going to go from the spousal perspective, well, how long has this been going on? You can answer that question. But you can also come back to them and and ask the question, by knowing how long this has been going on, how will that help you process what's happening right now? Now, that's not avoiding the question. They may come back and say, because I need to know to help really wrap my head around this. Okay, I'm going to share this with you. And it doesn't make me proud. Okay, so do you see how you're sharing? But sometimes people are going to ask the questions and they think they want to know the answers. But try to qualify why they're wanting that answer. Because sometimes... They're asking for something and they really don't want to hear it. That doesn't mean you're telling little white lies. That only means that if you share what's necessary in the moment, it's probably going to make it easier for both you and them. Other people are going to disagree with me on this one. I've just found that the people that I work with, sometimes what needs to be shared is only what's necessary. So as you work through getting ready for the big talk, remember this. It may not be easy, but it may not be hard. It's going to bring up the stages of grief. The reactions you get are nine times out of 10, not about you, it's about the person who just received them. So try not to be an asshole. Do it from a space of how you would have any big talk with anybody. Try not to justify your position, only share what's true for you. And in a lot of cases, only share what's necessary based on the questions that are being asked. And I feel like if you follow this, in fact, there's a section in my book about the big talk. My book is, frankly, My Dear, I'm Gay. And there's a couple of ways to get the first two. Well, actually, there's a way to get the first two chapters for free. Um, You can obviously order the book on Amazon as well. But if you want to get the first couple of chapters, go, hmm, is this the kind of book that might help me? I'm going to invite you to go to rickclemens.com forward slash free chapters. That is rickclemens, C-L-E-M-O-N-S dot com forward slash free chapters and grab those couple of first chapters. It's a book about my story, but then every other chapter is how I got through that story using some coaching techniques, asking some questions, giving you some things you can work through. And I've had a lot of people get it and say it was really helpful. And it's told in a very lighthearted way. Some people think I'm a little flippant, but hey, I think some of the biggest things in life that are tragedies the lightheartedness that we bring to them is what helps us get through them. So if that's of interest to you, please go um, check that out or get the book and you'll see there's a whole chapter on how do you do this talk. But most of all, as you get ready to do this talk, stand in your power, be who you are and know you're doing what you're doing out of love. Not just love for yourself, but love for the other people. I'm going to say that again, not just love for yourself, but love for the other people in your life because you want them to know and love the real you. And you want the real you to love and know them from the truth of who you are. So that's it. 
We are at the end of coming out without coming unglued part four, having the big talk. And next we're going to move into dating and mating because, oh my gosh, if I'm stepping out of the closet, how do I do some of this? It's not that different, but yet it is. And I can't wait to give you some tips and tricks on how to date and mate after you come out of the closet. So stay tuned and we'll be back with that episode momentarily. Hey, 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 Life Uncloseted family. Another episode of Life Uncloseted has come to an end and it is time for all of us to sashay away and go face our fears, make those bold moves and stand up to living our life without apology. But before you do, I've got a favor to ask of you. Would you hop over to iTunes or Spotify or Podbean or wherever it is that you're listening to this and just give us a little bit of love if you like what we're doing here at Life Uncloseted. Here's what it does. It helps other people find the show. It helps other people get to know what we're all about. And you just might help change life. In fact, if you really want to change a life, we'd love it if you just ask a friend to take a listen and see what they think. So that's it. Love you all deeply. I'm Rick Clemens, the host of Life Uncloseted. And never stop stepping out, stepping up, and stepping in to living your life uncloseted.